0: got time for a quick story. Remember in the spring of 1995 at Eau Claire Memorial High School, my hometown, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, we were having our spring pops concert for the assorted choirs at Memorial. And we were doing a a movie medley at the concert at the band shell at Owen Park in downtown Eau Claire. We, We always have it outdoors for the Pops concert in, in May of that school year. And one of the songs in the medley was Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. I remember one of my close friends from high school choir, Dave Garber, sang that song because it happened to involve a solo. And I always remember him singing it and always singing the "me." It's a very rough version of the little, little solo ending that B.J. Thomas sang on Raindrops keep falling on my head. You know a song is really special when it gets a solo part in a medley for a choir. And Burt Bacharach himself and Hal David himself have been part of many, many, many memorable songs. B.J. Thomas has sang many, many memorable songs. And they all came together for an iconic song, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, celebrates its 50th anniversary here in 2020. We're recording this in July of 2020. The song went to number one at the very beginning of 1970, and I have B.J. Thomas to talk to about the 50th anniversary of Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. So you're in Arlington, so you're not that far away from Globe Life, field, park, right. And so, I mean, the Rangers have their first game. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's tomorrow. That's when they open up the park, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I haven't really kept up with that very well, but I think they've had a couple of exhibition games. I think they had one, Maybe maybe last night, but yeah, they're just about to have an opening day, so that's that's going to be fun. I know we're pretty
0: excited up here for well, the Brewers. I'm a Twins fan, so that's coming up as well. But um, I'm also kind of curious to see what that stadium looks like, so I'm keeping my eyes yeah. on the Rangers a little bit. Oh, right that's
1: going to be that's going to be a great game, and the Twins, right? A great franchise and great history. So great. That's yeah. going
0: to be fun. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun baseball season. So we're 50 years on from raindrops keep falling on my head. As I as I, I double-checked the chart book this morning, because I, I, a r- reminder for anyone listening, it was the last number one of the 60s and the first number one of the 70s, because the week it, it went to number one would have crossed over right on New Year's yeah. of 1970. So you have the honor of, of covering a couple decades with one song by a quirk of the calendar, <laughs> um, what is, what's your favorite part of that song?
1: Oh, you know, gosh, every, everything about that song is, uh, is just great. Great with me. But, uh, I, I think the song is just very unique, the melody. I, I think, uh, you know, uh, I think they, uh, Mr. Bacharach had Bob Dylan in mind when he created that melody and uh it's just always unique of course the lyrics uh how david is is pa- has passed on now but the, the lyrics to raindrops are very simple but you know they're very uh, meaningful and um uh I, just everything about that song really works works well <laughs> for me i mean it was just my biggest hit record and uh, you know, we, we actually, Mr. Bacharach and Hal David and myself, plus the record, were inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. And just, uh, it's just been an all around perfect song for my, my career, not my, for me and, and me personally.
0: Well, and being as memorable as it is, uh, what so, so you mentioned what, what stands out to you? So, what, what do you think? made it so memorable to the public at large? Why, for 50 years, are are people, well, right out of the gate, you know, getting to the point of winning an Oscar and going to number one? So what, and maybe it's the same thing for you, what made it memorable for the public?
1: Well, I I think, uh, as I said, I think that the the lyrics are uh, are, are deeply meaningful. I mean, especially for for Americans. I mean, uh, you know, the rain is going to fall on the... Uh, on your head but if you're free nothing's really worrying you you know so uh i think that's uh, something that was uh very key to that song the melody is very unique and there was we had extreme problems when the record the record came out in october of 69 and no one would play it all the no radio would go on it and uh wabc the the station in new york said oh bj is singing the wrong note in the first verse and there was all kinds of negative reaction to the song until the movie came out for the uh, christmas time in 69 and of course the movie was really you know it was a great it was a great movie paul newman robert redford that whole that whole thing and the, and the movie you know was so popular that it kicked the song off and then the song you know just sold about 10 or 12 million copies
0: it's so. it I mean it seems to fit the the I mean the the rack David Ovra you know their their collection of writing it makes perfect sense and maybe I'm looking at it from a retrospective point of view and you're singing it like it seems to me and to a lot of people to be a natural hit so besides that you know what yeah yeah why, why beyond saying oh there's a wrong note or whatever they're saying why were they why initially in those first couple months would stations say no this doesn't fit the sound of radio.
1: Man, I I have no idea. I don't know why, but it just got, it was such a, you know, it doesn't seem all that different now. But but for that time, it was just uh, a very different kind of kind of song. The melody was kind of quirky. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I never really understood the negative reaction to it, but it quickly turned when the movie when the movie hit. So uh, you know, thankful for that.
0: What about Burt Bacharach's writing and Hal David's writing? The music and the lyrics, respectively, for anyone who doesn't know, they're, they're <laughs> incredible. But f- you having sung one of their songs, what in particular about each one's style do you think makes has made that so special to pop music overall?
1: Well, you know, Hal David, Hal David wrote lyrics from his heart. He, he didn't he wasn't trying to rhyme or or make it you know cute or you know make it all work out and rhyme perfectly he just wrote it out as it came out of his heart you know and and uh, and and I think Bacharach writing to the unusual uh, you know cadence and meter of, of how David's lyrics made him kind of create some uh, some different... Kinds of compositions to support those lyrics, and I think that's what made their stuff so different. Of course, all the all the beautiful classics that, that they wrote for Dionne Warwick, uh, you know, they just had that magic as a team, which uh, which Burt, uh, which they never had with anyone else. You know, they both wrote songs with other people, uh, but uh, you know, together they just had a had a magic there was an honesty there and, and that keyed off uh just tremendous creativity and it is you know if you could de- really if you could define what makes it so good then you could copy it so but it's it, you can't define it it's it's just something that happens
0: what's your favorite song of theirs besides the composition of raindrops
1: no probably uh do you know the way to san jose or uh, I say a little prayer for you. Uh, and I also did a song of theirs I, I called Everybody's Out of Town, uh, which was a great thing they wrote. But so I, I, I loved all their stuff. And they were, uh, you know, they. Were, I just worked with Mr. Bacharach a few years ago out, out in uh, L.A. He had just turned uh, 88 uh, and we did uh, raindrops to the bicycle scene and and you know he's still uh, handsome, charming, and played the piano just so, so creatively. I mean, no one played like like uh, Mr. Bacharach.
0: I heard a composition of his. I can't remember who he was working with, but it came out about a month and a half ago, or or, or something. And I remember hearing that going, "Yep, that sounds like Burt Bacharach again." You know, <laughs> right, there's there's something you can't quite quantify it, but or describe it, but it's it's there. It's that sound.
1: Yeah. It's it's just so unique to him. I mean, no no one uh, plays uh, you know plays the, uh, the piano like like he did, and he's just such a creative guy and a, and a beautiful man too. Mm-hmm. I just love that guy.
0: Is there a cover version of "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head" that you particularly admire?
1: Oh, Nine Inch Nails did a pretty good version. Uh, and of course, I'm from the generation of music when the, you know uh various artists would always cover the the big hit records but i think raindrops was particularly hard to to cover because uh there was a certain way that vocal performance uh needed to go uh, for it to sound the sound the way it was supposed to sound and very few people uh would would sing it the way i, I mr Bacharach, you know we rehearsed that song and he told me and, and, and taught me how to, how he wanted it phrased, and if you phrased it correctly, then the uh, then it then it was really effective. Because I asked him, I said, you know, uh, Bert, when we're doing our stuff, of course I never called him Bert, I call him Mr. Backer. <laughs> but uh, can I can I do my thing on uh, on your songs? And he said, B.J., if, after you've sung every note as I've written it, he said, if you have room to do your thing, uh, you go ahead and do it. So yeah, on Raindrops in particular, the, the – the only place that I really had a little freedom where I could do do a, a little vocal thing was on the last word and um, on the me thing. So, you know, I, I was glad to kind of get kind of get some of my own thing in there. But his uh, the way he composed it was very important. And if you stuck to the uh, if you stuck to the job and you stuck to, to the uh, theory of how he he wrote it, that was the best it would sound. So.
0: If you had, for whatever reason, not recorded it, had you know, Dylan or, or heard the story about Ray Stevens or whatever, someone else had done it, and you hadn't—an understanding—you'd already had some hits by by then. But yeah. if, if for some chance, you don't end up doing "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head," how different is your career?
1: Oh, totally. Uh, you know, I'm, I think. Uh you know raindrops um, you know was uh, kind of took me into it. and of course a lot a lot of my songs I'm very proud to say have had worldwide uh, success i I've, I've probably had as many hit records uh, in south america uh as i have as i've had uh, had here and and uh but raindrops kind of elevated me to uh, to be recognized in a worldwide sense in europe it was a little difficult because there were eight people who covered <laughs> raindrops over there each each different country france britain you know had somebody who covered the record but uh uh in a lot of cases my record you know got through and was the best uh i think was the, obviously the best version uh because it kind of stuck to the to what mr baccarat had written uh very well and uh, you know it just elevated me to um you know way up the ladder so to speak and was uh very important in my career and i don't think i would have had anywhere you know i would have i think i would have had my other songs um and i've been very lucky because I've, I've worked with some of the great writers and composers of my time and i think uh that that would have been okay but i uh, missing missing without having raindrops i think that would have been a huge loss for my career
0: so where do you think it ranks or how have you ranked it amongst the 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 most favorite songs you've ever recorded.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm like you and, and 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 most people. I've got memories and feelings connected to music, uh, and and, uh, and so especially my song. I and mean, I I uh, I'm so lonesome I could cry. My first hit record. I have memories tied to that song, and sometimes that's my favorite song. And then some other other times, uh, it's hooked on a feeling and. And and even in even raindrops, I have some dear moving uh, emotions tied to most of my music. So I, I really can't uh, I can't say one rank, ranks over the other. But of course, uh, you always have to recognize raindrops for the success it had and uh, and the way people have uh, connected with it.
0: So the final question is probably the, the ultimate summary from the person who sang the song. How <laughs> would you then encapsulate everything that is Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head with regard to its impact in pop culture, on pop music throughout America, throughout the world, etc.? How would you describe the impact of a half century of this song?
1: Well, I think it was huge. Not, not to, not, and I don't want to sound immodest, but I think it created the, the movie, the movie song. And of course, Backrack and David were already doing that with the Bond films and, and a lot of, and a lot of films. But I think it, it kind of created that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 song didn't have to be the plot of the movie. It could be a different uh, diversion uh, for movie songs. And I think the it, raindrops was such a meaningful song. Uh, for you and me and people in this country, because you know the raindrops may fall on our heads, but we're we're free, and as long as we're free, we we, we don't really have that much to worry about. And so I, I think it had a a, a deep uh, personal effect on on most people who uh, who who took the time to. Well, I think they really didn't have to take the time to get the feeling because I think that song penetrated a lot of people's emotion. And, and the belief system and, uh, uh, and, and affected even, even your faith. You know, the rain, raindrops fall on, on, on everyone, but uh, it, it's, it's getting, th- getting through it that's the important thing. So I, I think it was a very impactful song uh, by, two, by two geniuses, really. I mean, Hal David was a tremendous writer, and uh, Mr. Bacharach was, uh, you know, maybe top three composer of all time. Uh, from america and 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 the world so it just uh one of those once in a lifetime songs i think it was how uh, david and i had the had a, many conversations about it and i think it was a song that had the perfect meeting of uh lyric uh of music and and of singer and and of course it had another thing going for it it was in a, it was in a, one of the all-time best uh cowboy you know w- western movies so it just had so many aspects that were just perfectly worked out to to make it into a very unique and uh, meaningful song.
0: It's rare to be involved with something that is as memorable and is as integral to the fabric of pop culture that sounds maybe all the... But it's all true. B.J. Thomas, <laughs> thank you for for doing the song and being part of our, our musical culture. It's, it's a great contribution to what we enjoy listening to thank you so much and thanks for thanks for recording that and celebrating 50 years and we're looking forward to more stuff and hearing more from you as uh the years go down the road
1: yeah you got it i had to postpone my my session but uh i've got a session coming up in muscle shows and we, so we still we still try to create and i want to thank you know, that's very kind words uh, you gave me and i want to thank you and your listeners for keeping me around all this time and uh Believe me, I appreciate
0: it. You're you're very welcome. Take care and stay safe. Yes, sir. Thank you. B.J. Thomas, really, really good interview there uh, about raindrops keep falling on my head, a classic, classic, classic song. <laughs> you got to say classic three times. It, it's it really is that that important to the history of pop music. And as he said, he's still working on new music. He will eventually be performing again as we record this in July of 2020, of course. Pretty much no live concerts by anyone, but those will eventually resume. If you want to keep up on what he's doing, go to BJThomas.com, BJThomas.com. You'll find also uh, at his website ways to follow via social media and other uh, methods to keep up with what BJ Thomas is still doing. This has been the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, my employer, for uh, providing facilities to do these interviews, you can listen to these interviews and other interviews we do, including by my uh, co-worker, John Murphy. If you go to GreatestHits981.com and click on Interviews, whole bunch of interviews right there you want to give a listen to. And also make sure you subscribe to Got Time for a Quick Story. You can find it Apple, Android, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. It's in those locations. And not only subscribe to it, but also rate it. Rate it higher if you... So desire that will help to spread the word about this podcast. Got time for a quick story. I'm Luke Anthony.